Today's Daf Masech is Sukkah Daf Laman Ches. The second mission on Daf is a central source for the halachic principle of Shomei Koneh. We find one person may recite Hallel on behalf of others so long as they themselves are obligated in the mitzvah itself. For example, we said Hallel if one heard Hallel from a from a servant, from an Eved who is not obligated to say Hallel, one would have to actually repeat the words after the person was leading it. So the Gemara Namad Beis establishes a source for this concept based in Sefer Malachim Beis, Kings section 2, Perak Chav Beis, chapter 22, Tezayin, where you have Shafan, Shafan was the name of the scribe, the sofer of the king Yoshiyahu, king at the time of the, near the destruction of the first base in Mikdush, and he's reading Tochachos, he's reading these rebukes from the Sefer Torah. And the Navi over there in Malachim Beis portrays the reader as if it would be the king himself, Yoshiyahu himself reading. When really, it wasn't the king reading, it was actually his scribe named Shafan. This is the source of the principle of Shomekone, because he was listening to it, it's treated as if he was saying it. And that's why the the Navi presents it as if the king was actually saying the words. A topic we discussed in the early weeks of the Daf Yomi cycle, Brachos Chaf Aleph, the application of this principle, boils down to Machlokas between Rashi and Tosos, over there in that spot of Brachos, where Rashi holds that if one is in the middle of their silent Shemun Esrei, one should pause and listen quietly to the Kedusha, or Yehesh Rabbah, and one will thereby fulfill the answering of the Kedusha, the Kaddish, whatever it may be, by listening through the principle of Shomea Ke'oneh. Listening is a mechanism that allows it to treat it as if you're, you're responding. Carry on with the private Shmon Esrei in that case. Well, Tosfot, there of the opinion that pausing to listen to a Kaddish is considered a hefsek, it's considered a complete break in one's tefillah. We also find in the Halachos, in the area of Nidarim, where you have a shaliach tzibur who makes a cheira, and a person gets up and makes a cheira, and makes a certain decree on the townspeople, and one person does not say amen, one person does not verbally agree to the, to the vow that's being, the promise or the kabbalah, the commitment that's being taken on by the community, does the neder, does this vow apply to that individual? So the Ra'avad says that the neder does kick in. The reason it kicks in is because of Shemei Koneh, he's standing there, he's listening, he doesn't have to say amen. His very, his very being in that, in that environment, hearing it, is as if he responds. And we treat it as if, as he moved his lips, while the Ramban takes the opposite approach. That Shemek Koneh is not applicable in this realm, except with an actual verbal movement of the lips. As it says in Vayikra Perakei Pasukda, Livvate Biswatam. It has to be expressed with the actual lips. Therefore, Shemek Koneh is not going to have an impact. There comes the Tzlach, Nechronim, and explains that the whole issue is whether Shomei Kone is actually treated as like you're saying the words, or is it just about being subsumed under the person who's leading? So Tosot and the Ra'avad hold that it's like saying the words with one's lips. Therefore, for the Ra'avad, this nether, this vow would apply through Shomei Kone, and for Tosfot, it would actually be a hefsek, because if it's actually saying words, and you're in the middle of your challenge, so you're not allowed to not allowed to make an interruption, to pause for answering Kedusha or whatever it may be. While Rashi and the Ramban hold that Shemei Koneh is not considered like the lips are moving. Therefore, there's no neder because you haven't said anything and it's not going to be an interruption in the middle of one's silent Shemona Esri. We follow Rashi and Shulchan Aruch Kuv Dalet, and all of this, of course, wouldn't be, poss- wouldn't be a possibility. As we mentioned then, we'll mention now again to review the concept. Wouldn't be a possibility 
this whole concept, the principle of arvut, the principle of, of myself, every Jew being responsible for each other. Not just in a physical sense, not just when somebody needs help physically, but also spiritually. Another Jew needs a mitzvah, needs a bracha, needs a blessing to be able to help them out. Spiritually, we have a responsibility to enable others to be able to do the mitzvah of Hashem.